Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living, a program designed to educate and inspire listeners throughout Indian country. American Indian and Alaska Native Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he is here today to help you learn more about your health. Here is Dr. DeRose. Welcome to today's edition of the broadcast. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we are going to be looking at, well, some life-changing material you say, well, that's a, a billing I make often, but we've got a lot of great people out there doing some great things, and today is no exception. I've got Jim and Neva Brackett joining me. Jim, uh, it's great to have you and your wife with us. Thank you. It's really special. Neva, and it's really special to uh, have you on the show as well. Thanks for joining. Yes, thank you for having us. Jim, you, Neva, and I have crossed paths many times over the years. We just had the privilege of being at a conference together up in Washington State and uh, kind of got reconnected with some of the exciting work you're doing. One of the things that I was inspired by is just uh, what you're doing, the two of you along with others, really helping people in a concentrated fashion change their lives. Tell us a little bit about the retreat that the two of you are running. Yeah, it's really been uh, providential. I retired 16 years ago. And we bought this 40 acres. We actually, through the years, have held many of what we call live-in or residential, if you will, uh, six-day programs. Many years ago, it started out with smokers. But as the smoker population diminished, we began to move into chronic disease issues like diabetes, arthritis, hypertension, heart disease, overweight. And it was our dream instead of renting a camp somewhere, which we've done many, many times, overseas as well as in this country, uh, to have our own place. So there was a nice, good-sized home here, which we remodeled, added a classroom and an apartment for the physician, and we built three cottages, uh, fully furnished homes, small homes, and people come and stay with us for six days, and we teach them how to get well. It's really and, and I can hardly believe it. Uh, about three, four months ago, we did our a session, and it was our fifty-first six-day living program we've done here on this property since I retired. Wow, that is just fantastic! And I, I know you mentioned this connection with nicotine addiction, and of course, in Indian country, you know, tobacco has a long history. Many of uh, our indigenous listeners may say, "Hey, well, I use tobacco sacredly," but so many people in Indian country and outside of it have become, you know, addicted to commercial tobacco. And there's still a huge need. I mean, I was just dealing with a couple of patients yesterday with nicotine addiction. It can be so difficult to break that uh, habit. You really have a, a very controlled environment there is what I understand. It's not, uh, it's not easy for them just to slip out of your retreat and walk over to the gas station and get cigarettes, or is it? I think the nearest place to buy cigarettes is 17 miles away. <laughs> and now, nobody's locked in here. Um, and even though most of our, if you will, customers are people with chronic diseases, when we have a smoker, which we do from time to time, or if there were several, or it doesn't matter, I have them come on Friday 
instead of waiting until Sunday because I have a a uh, nicotine removal program that I want them to go through so that they can uh, concentrate a little bit. You During the first two or three days when, when people quit smoking, they can't concentrate on anything. So by Sunday evening, after they get here Friday, they are actually starting to turn the corner. They can tell that they are feeling better and they can start listening to a lecture and uh, stay focused on it. This is great. And Neva, I know you bring so much to the program as well. Of course, Jim, you're actually trained professionally as a health educator. If I'm not mistaken, you have a master's in public health, right? Yes. And Neva, you are one of my wife's favorite people, um, <laughs> not just because she likes you. And I know you guys know each other personally, but she She's just loves your too. cookbook. <laughs> so, so she loves your cookbook, and uh, you have made really uh, an impact on uh, probably millions of people through the cookbooks you've written. Tell us a little bit about that work that you've done and how that interfaces with your current programming. Well, when we first got married, I didn't even know how to boil rice. I had to call my mom up because it wasn't working for me. <laughs> You know, things like that. But through the years, because we have wanted to follow this kind of lifestyle, and we had wonderful encouragement to do that from uh, an uncle who was a physician who had done a lot of research. And we'd go and listen to Uncle Harry, and I'd come home and say, Okay, I got to try to do this. And uh, with much prayer and, uh, and practice. I believe that God helped me. And I look back and I can't believe that, except I know that I have divine help, that it happened. And there are people that come to me all the time and say, I love your cookbook. And that's just glory to God in my mind. I probably should add to that just a little. I think the first cookbook we made called Seven Secrets was about um, 78, 1978. And, um, That sold about uh, 12,000 copies. Then we ran a restaurant in Seattle for 10 years, and a cookbook came out of that one called, well, most people call it the Five Loaves book. It has a longer title. Uh, That one's no longer in print either, although it can be purchased from us uh, in PDF format. And it's a long story I won't bore you with, but a friend came to our home one time, was eating with us. And it's a long story that he ended up talking us into as much as I was resisting it. (laughs) Another cookbook, which became Mm. Seven Secrets. And there's been 300,000 copies of that book printed. I think there's only about 10,000 of them left at the uh, publisher. So God has just blessed that book. It's amazing. Everywhere we go, Uh, people tell us, oh, that's my favorite cookbook. I know my wife, you know, as a physician, many of my listeners realize that she's often talking with patients. And I've heard her multiple times uh, in, you know, public settings where she says, you're looking for a good cookbook, you know, get the Seven Secrets cookbook. And that name, Seven Secrets, is also a good name for my listeners to be aware of because that is also, if I'm not mistaken, the key to getting to your website. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, we use the word seven with the hyphen and the word secrets.org. 
that comes to our website has pictures of our place. People can order a cookbook or order my lectures on DVD and they can watch Neva. This is a, this is a, I don't know how we got going on this, but the second book, the so-called five loaves book, it's actually best gourmet recipes from the chefs, five loaves. We have a set of DVDs of her demonstrating every single recipe in the book in her own kitchen. So you can get this set and you can pick any recipe in the book and pick out the right DVD. There's an index for it and watch her make that recipe in her own kitchen. (laughs) Wow. No, that's tremendous. I mean, you guys did that long before this was uh, popular on the internet. So people can... uh, Get this. They, I can go on right now. If I type out the word seven, so S E V E N, right? Then hyphen secrets, plural S E C R E T S dot O R G. That will bring me to your website, correct? That's correct. And when I go there, I can actually purchase a PDF copy of the Five Lows book. Is that how it works? That's correct. Or uh, if they purchase the a $69 set of 10 DVDs, then the PDF book comes with it with no extra charge. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so this is a great resource. So if someone, you know, in a tribal setting, they want to do cooking classes or someone in their home, they can kind of cook right along with, with Neva. Does, is it that simple? Yeah. She just shows every step and it's a multi-camera uh, shoot, if you will. I used to be a production manager and uh, just watch her. I'm actually the host. And so I keep asking her questions, questions that I have heard people ask or that come to my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's just great. Uh, Neva, I don't want to embarrass Neva, but she doesn't like to say this ever herself, but God has blessed her to know how to make healthy food taste good. A lot of healthy food is pretty bad tasting it's good for you but it doesn't taste very good but god has blessed her she knows how to make healthy food taste good no this is huge i'm so appreciative of your emphasis not only helping people adopt healthier lifestyles but uh doing it in a way that is enjoyable it's not uh, an onerous task to embrace a healthy lifestyle Neva, so how does this cooking talent translate into a six-day program? If my wife and I said, boy, we just want to get a, get away, kind of get take a healthy vacation. I don't know. Do you accept people like that, or do we have to have some dread illness to come to your program? Oh, we would welcome, we'd, and we do. There's usually several people whenever we do a session that are just there to, in, to learn or to have a vacation. I mean because it really is a very reasonable rate that we charge. People would spend that much money just to have a vacation. But in this vacation, they also have the benefit of the food. And they learn. And when they come to the sessions, Jim does lectures on nutrition and so on. But then they come into the kitchen for, what, two 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 to three hours hours a day and um, help me prepare the meal that we're going, going to eat. Okay. It is. I do it as a demonstration format that people come and help us at the same time. And uh, we just make the, the meal for that day and sometimes add extra things to it as well. So by the end of the six days with us, they will have watched Neva make well over 50 recipes from the book. It's just a wow. tremendous education. 
That is great. And, you know, you're talking about how cost-effective it is. Help me, first of all, know where you're located, because I know when people talk about cost, one of the things they're factoring in is, you know, how do I get there, and what is it going to cost for me to uh, get to your location? So where are you based? We're north of Spokane, Washington, about 80 miles. And so if people are uh, driving here, it's that's what they do. If they, if they fly, we pick them up at the airport. It takes about an hour and 45 minutes or so to get up to our place. We're not far from the Canadian border, maybe about uh, 40 miles. Okay. So people would fly into Spokane and you'd pick them up there? Yes. yes. And that's all included in the price or is there a special charge for the shuttle? Well, um, it helps if they'll help us a little bit with the gas, but uh, we don't make a big issue out of it. Um, our price for the session is $695 for the six days. That's room and board and everything. Um, that sounds like a lot of money to me, but actually other lifestyle programs often charge that much or more a day. And uh, so, in fact, almost everybody that comes here, they say, boy, that's so reasonable. I mean, it's amazing, actually. I mean, um, I stay in a lot of hotels when I'm traveling, and they'll, I mean, my bill for six days is more than $695, and you're covering everything, you're doing all this hands-on stuff. Yes, I mean, for someone on a very limited budget, that could be tough, but um, you guys have really, it seems like, worked to make this program very reasonable, and uh, it sounds like, you know, if you've run 51 programs, there's obviously a demand for it. Is that fair to say? Yeah, all the lifestyle centers, and I've, uh, I'm familiar with the people from most of them. I have worked as a vice president at one of the largest ones. They all, if you will, struggle to get customers uh, so that they can pay the bills. And um, we have the same issue. So there's not a lot of people, but sufficient so that we can keep going. But we don't do what other ones do in terms of... Promoting? Yeah. I'm a terrible promoter. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You guys are doing a great job of sharing your vision here. We do have to step away, though. So uh, we're going to be coming back. Jim and Neva Brackett, they're going to be sharing some really practical things. Yes, they got a great lifestyle center. They've got great cookbooks. But they want to give you some practical tools, whether you ever show up in the vicinity of Spokane, Washington or not. You don't want to miss this next segment. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We'll be back with more right after this. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please reach out to us on the web at A-I-A-N-L dot O-R-G. That stands for American Indian Alaska Native Living. Again, A-I-A-N-L dot org. Or you can call us at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. We are strong. We are resilient. And we will get through this together. But these are stressful times. And it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
When Jim died, I wondered if I would be able to keep the farm. Then I heard about the USDA's loan program for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. It's for women and minorities who may be having trouble getting credit. Once I was approved, the USDA's Farm Service Agency helped me get the credit I needed. Now I don't have to sell, and I can pass the farm down to my kids the way Jim's dad passed it down to him. I know he'd like that. Contact your local USDA Service Center or visit www.fsa.usda.gov. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to today's edition of the broadcast. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We're speaking about things that can dramatically change your life. I'm speaking with Jim and Neva Brackett. They run a program called the Roosevelt Ridge Retreat. It's located in Washington State. They've been talking about, really, a very cost-effective, simple program that they've been running for a number of years. And we're going to be learning some of the secrets, some of the things that they have identified in working with people, helping them to reverse their diseases. Jim and Neva, it is uh, great to have you back with us for this segment of the show. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk about just how powerful lifestyle is. You see it time and time again as you run these six-day intensive lifestyle programs. What kind of things can happen in six days when it comes to some of the major health conditions that we face in North America? It is absolutely amazing, Dr. DeRose. Uh, John McDougall said in a lecture recently, 100% of type 2 diabetes is preventable. 100% is reversible. He also said that about coronary artery disease. And we have seen that up close. Recently, a pastor came to the program. Actually, we had met him years before. And he had severe diabetes. He had neuropathy. He could not feel anything from his knees on down. No touch sensitivity, whatever. He felt like he was walking on sticks. His blood sugar, fasting sugar, if you can believe this, was around 300. Wow. His blood pressure was off the chart, clear up 180. I mean, he was a walking time bomb. He was overweight, but not obese, but he was overweight. Mm-hmm. And um, I know this is hard for people to believe because the average physician will tell their patients, your neuropathy will never get better. It will just get worse and worse. But uh, he came on Sunday like everybody else. 
We feed them a meal Sunday evening and carry on then. Tuesday morning, he came into the classroom. And with a question of inflection in his voice, he said, my neuropathy is getting better? After 48 hours, there's already, for about 80% of the people, a perceptible change in their neuropathy. By Thursday afternoon, what is that? Four full days, parts of five days. His neuropathy was completely gone. His blood pressure and blood sugar were normal without medication. Just astonishing. And this is not some unusual occurrence. It is amazing what can happen when people are eating, particularly eating proper food. It's amazing and how it's prepared. No, this is such a powerful message. And, uh, you know, when we give figures, when, we, when I hear figures as a physician, like 100%, some of us uh, do kind of raise our eyebrows, even though I've worked in this area for years. And, you know, sure, we can reverse to some extent these conditions. We did work 20 years ago. We presented actually at the American Public Health Association's national meetings, a series of 30 patients with neuropathy. I was working in a lifestyle medicine residential clinic, kind of along the same lines that you guys run. And uh, we didn't have a 100% reversal of neuropathy symptoms in, in everyone. But on average, when we analyzed the data, it was 20 to 40% improvements in a two-week, two-and-a-half-week program. So clearly, I mean, this was a remarkable example, but you're exactly right. We do see people who, you know, have that complete reversal, it seems, of disease processes, some of whom have had these conditions for years. And of course, there's variance from person to person. I'm sure you could tell us of other people who were helped, but didn't have their neuropathy uh, totally resolved in a week, right? Yeah, it sometimes takes longer. I was doing a lecture in Northern California one time, about 70 people there, and a lady at the other end of the front row when I was talking about neuropathy, she wiped her hand across her face and said, I have neuropathy on my face. And um, I had never heard of that. She said her physician said it was caused by her diabetes. And she said to me, is that going to get better? And I had to say, I don't know. I've never met anyone that had neuropathy on their face from their diabetes. I have asked Dr. DeRose, maybe a half a dozen physician friends who work in this area. None of them have ever seen it either. But then I said to her, um, if it is caused by your diabetes, and as you know, Dr. DeRose, there's other causes for neuropathy. Right. If it is caused by your diabetes, I would expect it would respond like neuropathy anywhere else that we see in the body. And uh, by the end of that week, she raised her hand again and she wiped her hand across her face and she said, my neuropathy is getting better. Tremendous. <laughs> but you know what she said? She said, my doctor told me it will never get better. It'll just get worse and worse and worse. Now, no reflection on that physician. They just, they're not trained. They don't know about lifestyle issues. And then later, didn't she? Oh yeah. She, the host of that program, a, a couple of weeks later called me and, and they said her neuropathy is completely gone. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting phenomenon. You're exactly right. So most of the, you know, just to kind of step back a few steps for those of you tuning in, I think most of you have uh, picked up on the fact that we're talking about what we call diabetic neuropathy. That literally means disease of the nerves. Pathy is disease. Neuro refers to nerves. And typically how it starts is in the tips of your toes, 
works its way up your feet and then up your legs as time progresses. It can also then, you know, start affecting your fingertips and again, kind of work its way up your hands and arms. So we call it a distal symmetric polyneuropathy. Uh, that's the technical medical term, but it, sometimes we just call it a stocking and glove neuropathy, just like how you put your socks on, starts at the tips of your toes, works its way up your feet. So that is the typical neuropathy we see, but there is uh, something called diabetic mononeuropathy. Now, I'll go on the list, too, with your other colleagues, Jim, and I'll tell you, I've never seen it on the face that I can think of, but we do sometimes see you know, a single nerve. It could be affecting the face, could be the chest, could be some other area, and uh, you can have diabetic mononeuropathy as well. And like you said, many times these neuropathic symptoms will improve, improve dramatically, or resolve with lifestyle strategies, but you're exactly right. The average physician, they're just telling their patients what they see. You know, the sure. patient develops neuropathy and it continues to progress. Neva, I want to hear from you because I know you're an integral part of the program. You're handling all the cooking, and Jim has made a special point to emphasize that. I think we have to bring this back because we're talking about these great results. He's telling us uh, about how good the food tastes, and I think he's probably a bit biased because I've gathered he's partial to you. But um, what do you, do you honestly tell us? When some people arrive, do they have a problem with the food? and they have to kind of warm up to it because it's so different? Yes, of course. Uh, you know, there will be those who just kind of lean back and don't act that interested. And I think of one time when we were doing a class in the Caribbean, we were in uh, Barbados, doing a class at a hotel venue where there was a, a big kitchen, and we were working out of the kitchen I was doing the details and the cooks there would make what we asked them to make and how we asked them to make it. And so the chef there said to me, if I have to give up white bread and just eat whole grain bread, I'd rather have diabetes. And uh, he was not very interested <laughs> in what we were doing. But as the week went on and he kept tasting the things that we were making, he finally was, you know, really converted to the idea because he bought a cookbook and he was just really just loving it, the food that we were making. And so that to me was a real turnaround. And we, we do have that, the men and even the women, if they are struggling with having to do it this way, they will have a real reversal in their, not all of them, but most people, when they can taste the food, and see that it does taste good and that it's not hard to make, they will get on board. This is such a powerful message because you're right. So many people say, hey, if it doesn't have this or that ingredient, if it doesn't have you know, meat in it or dairy or white flour, then I'm not going to like it. But you've got a privilege when you work with people in a concentrated program, whether it's on Barbados or whether it's in the... Uh, Roosevelt Ridge program uh, that you run there at the Roosevelt Ridge Retreat because that's what you're serving. And as they try it, uh, a lot of them find, like you said, it's really good tasting, especially when you don't have other options and you uh, have to eat something you wouldn't have chosen to take from the buffet, right? Yeah. This is great. Listen, we do have to step away again, 
But before we do, folks are wanting to connect with you, uh, Jim, and you, Neva. They want to maybe pick up your cookbook. They want to learn more about the uh, intensive one-week programs, the six-day programs you have at your retreat. Tell us again what the website is. Yeah, the website, we actually, the name is taken off the cookbook. So it's the word seven. You spell it out seven and then a hyphen, or you call it a dash if you want. It's not an underline. It's a hyphen. And then the word secrets.org. And it comes right up with a menu on the top of the page. And you can look at the campus. You can um, get any information, get registered for the program. Tremendous. Seven, S-E-V-E-N dash secrets, S-E-C-R-E-T-S dot O-R-G. We're going to be back with more from Jim and Neva Brackett. We're going to be talking about some other exciting information that can really revolutionize the way you look at common illnesses, maybe even one that you have yourself or in your family, in your tribe, definitely. Don't go away. Dr. David DeRose and the Brackets back with more right after this. American Indian and Alaska Native Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please contact us on the web at AIANL.org or call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able-bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers-by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then, start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org. Unlike other health concerns, mental illness is not always easy to see. Depression won't show up on an eye chart, and you can't measure it on your bathroom scale. Sorting out a mental health concern is not something to attempt on your own. You won't find a bipolar disorder by looking at a thermometer. Like many other health conditions, help for mental illness takes professional diagnosis and treatment. Anxiety won't just go away under a stick-on bandage. So the sooner you seek treatment, the better. If you or a loved one has a mental health concern, don't go it alone. Find out what to do. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Learn more at samhsa.gov support. That's S-A-M-H-S-A slash support. Using meth taught me everything about freedom, only not like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. If you think meth is taking control of you, ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth. If you or someone you know is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov meth. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. 
Welcome back to today's edition of the broadcast. I'm Dr. David DeRose. I am speaking with Jim and Neva Brackett. During the break, we were speaking about the power of lifestyle change, not just for individuals. You heard already uh, a tremendous, exciting story about someone who reversed disease processes like diabetes, high blood pressure, and even diabetic neuropathy, nerve problems from diabetes. But um, Jim and Neva, we were speaking about some of the work you've done internationally. You've worked with indigenous peoples here in the States. You've worked with other populations, uh, people of color throughout the world, as well as uh, people in the majority population here in the uh, North American continent. But kind of similar storylines, but you've really had some amazing stories and experiences in the Caribbean. Tell us a little bit about your connections there. Yeah, we first got invited to Barbados for a reversing diabetes program, a six-day program like the ones we've described earlier in the program. But uh, we've been back to the Caribbean, I think it's 21 times now, and worked on a number of the islands. Uh, St. Lucia has been the most common place because for many, many years, St. Lucia the island of St. Lucia has the highest incidence of diabetes of any country in the world. And we have loved working with those people. They're of African extraction, largely. They have big hearts and uh, they welcome us and we just have a wonderful time and they get well. Um, and even though they have become so westernized in their diets, they just can see what happens when they live. In fact, that when they live like they used to. Uh, their uh, history is a plant-based regimen that they raised in their gardens. And in that era, in that epoch, they were not sick. Hmm. But when they started living like Americans, they got sick. It is so amazing. This story plays out so many places in the world, and whether it's an indigenous population like here in North America, Native Americans. I've seen data, actually. We have data going back over 100 years uh, among the Pima people in, in Arizona and essentially no diabetes, you know, 100, 120 years ago. And just like you said, you know, this dramatic rise in diabetes with the introduction of commodity foods onto reservations and things, uh, it's a sad story. And it's true whether it's the people that have been there for centuries or whether it's people like indigenous Africans that were transplanted to the Caribbean, living closer to their historical roots, that plant-based diet. And uh, then they get all these... Uh, Western foods and the diabetes, the obesity, the hypertension just takes off. Neva, you tell us a little bit, please, about your experience, though. You're cooking a menu that really, you know, developed here in, in North America, I'm presuming. How did that play out in the Caribbean? Did they kind of look and say, well, this doesn't look like our food? Yes, I had to adapt. And I felt like, you know, it was important. Instead of using cashew nuts, which we do try to make our food taste good by, even though we cut out the oils and that kind, you know, high fat foods, I've learned to replace them with nuts blended. And you've seen a lot of these, what they call vegan recipes, where they blend up nuts and make cheese out of it and so on. And um, I learned how to do that using what they have most, which is coconut milk. Hmm. And I know that raises some concerns because it is high in saturated fat. But um, studies have shown that it it doesn't affect 
if it's used just as a milk and we don't use too much of it, it can be used to replace some things like uh, a butter. I have a butter that I make out of coconut milk and cornmeal. Mm. And I blend that, put a little bit of salt in it or butter flavored salt if, we, if they can get it. And we were doing that one time when we were doing a class over there. And as I was blending that up, the lady said to me, oh, that's porridge. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it was coconut milk with cornmeal. And that's their staple. That's their favorite breakfast. And uh, so I was, instead of, you know, some of these other kinds of things that we have to use, that we use, but because it's imported for them nuts can be very expensive mm-hmm. and so it worked you know so i've, I've just god has helped me to think of ways to still make the same similar things using the ingredients that people have that is so exciting so some years ago neva we were uh, on the pine ridge reservation and a lakota woman was uh, doing something similar she was actually I thought it was ingenious. She took recipes like, and I don't know where she got them from. They may have been from, you know, people like you, but she adapted them all so that they were only using ingredients that you could get, you know, right there locally, you know, on the reservation. And uh, like you're saying, you know, sometimes people look at some of these recipes, they say, well, we can't get these ingredients. We'll substitute something. I think she actually substituted peanuts for uh, cashews. And of course, it's going to be different. But, um, yeah, I mean, people can be creative, and the food still tasted very good. I mean, we ate a number of meals there. So I really appreciate that messaging. Jim, I know you and I and Neva had talked before coming on air about this impact on St. Lucia, though. People are eating these foods. They're having these great results. But it didn't just stop with uh, lay people. Other people heard about what you were doing. Tell us a little bit about how far your influence went on uh, on St. Lucia, the island there in the Caribbean. Yeah, in a way, I feel like it's a miracle, but uh, we were doing a class in a school, and it was concrete floor and old metal chairs and kind of clunky, and that's just the way things are sometimes when they don't have the funding. And there was about 30, 40, 50 people coming, and, but there was one lady that came in there dressed in a suit. She just looked like she was a class act. I didn't know anything about her, but she came up to me at the very end of the class. And she said, uh, I am the chief of staff for the prime minister. And um, I've talked to him and I want you folks to come back to St. Lucia sometime in the near future and do a class right in, if you will, quotes the white house. Uh And she said, I will invite all the minister's wives. They all need this. Uh, so about two months, I don't remember later, we came back. It was one of the most fun things. I was kind of intimidated because here's all these state ministers, wives and some of the ministers, the uh, lady who's the uh, ambassador for the whole Caribbean to the United Nations was there. The archbishops uh, chef. chef was there. The queens, the queens chef was there. Uh, the prime minister's wife was there. And But it turns out they're all regular folks. And we had a wonderful time with them. I did two lectures every afternoon. And Neva and the the, the, uh, staff house there prepared the meals. We just had a wonderful time. And if you have a minute, in a few minutes, there's one very, very funny story at the end, I'll tell you. (laughs) Well, we we definitely want to hear this, but uh, I'm just excited because you guys, as I understand it, even though you run 
this program at Roosevelt Ridge there in Washington State, you run these six-day intensive programs. You still do some traveling. Is that true? Like if there's a, a tribal health director that's listening, says, I'd love to have you guys come out to our reservation and do a program or our community health center. Do you guys still do that or am I confused? I love working with our people. We've worked extensively with the Navajo people. I've just fallen in love with them. They're precious folks. And uh, we, it doesn't matter where the help was needed. We we still, and we're getting kind of old, but yeah. we still do it. <laughs> okay, well, well, there's nothing wrong with getting older. I mean, that's revered in Indian country. And uh, <laughs> we're glad that you like the Navajo Nation. What about some of our other uh, oh, it's, indigenous uh, I have, people? I have, I have friends who are Cherokees. I have friends all through. No, you, you don't have to go through. You don't have to go through all the recognized <laughs> tribes you've worked with. But anyway, we do appreciate the fact that you folks have a vision for cross-cultural uh, health education. You're willing to adapt to come close to the people wherever they're at. Uh, Neva, I know you know Jim's got me on the edge of my seat about this funny story, but I want to make sure I want to hear your perspective of having been in that kind of. Uh, austere environment in the minister's palace, if you will, in St. Lucia. Was that tough for you, you know, leading out with all these professional chefs? That was the part that it was very intimidating to me. So, but there we were, you know, so you just go ahead. And I guess you're going to tell the story of the meal that we served. It it went farther than we just thought it should. The the last meal that we served there, Neva thought it was kind of a simple meal. And she was a little bit, I don't know, ashamed is not the word, but she, you know, it was a simple meal. And the chief of staff came to me and she said, we're having parliament Monday. Would you serve this same meal for parliament? (laughs) And uh, we said, sure. And so we had to get back to work. We went out shopping. In fact, we were shopping and ran into the uh, speaker of the house and she said, uh, you know, I'm worried about the people feeling like they got cornered on a meal that you guys make. And so what I want to do is have our regular chef prepare uh, the meal that he usually does. And then we'll have yours alongside. Is that OK? That's a choice. Uh, yeah, as a choice. And I, I hope I wasn't lying when I said, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because I felt really bad. But it's so interesting, Dr. DeRose, that chef that has fed the parliament for years and always in a timely manner something came up and he was late two hours <laughs> late so the only food they had was uh, the meal that neva had prepared and they all loved it so much that the uh, prime minister's uh, chief of staff again she said no no it was the speaker of the house the speaker of the house said oh we love that. Uh, we're having a large delegation here uh, Thursday. Could you serve that same meal again? <laughs> so. We were gone by then, but uh, I had been working in the kitchen with enough of the local people, including the chief of staff lady, and they just took it over. They did it. Yeah. And it, all it was was <laughs> pizza. I'm showing them three different ways to use cheese, our, our cheese sauce. And uh, they so they did the pizza um, and macaroni and cheese, which is their they call it macaroni pie. And that's one of their very favorite foods using our cheese sauce and then um, some hamburger patties, which, you know, we call veggie burgers. And uh, we served them up really nice with a sauce over them. And anyway, 
that's what they made. And when we came back to the island oh, the next time, the next year, she was still making those things. And she had a big special fellowship meal for us with all those same things in the meal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Now, I want to make sure we get this straight because when you mentioned the cheese sauce, I mean, a lot of the folks listening, they're thinking saturated fat, high sodium, but this is not dairy cheese, right? This is a, a right. cheese sauce you make from what, nuts or coconut? What did you make it from there? We made it from cashew nuts. We also, or maybe at that time, I had also come up with a recipe that used coconut milk. So I actually, I think, I'm not sure because they can get cashew nuts there. Mm -hmm. And I asked her about it and she says, oh yes, people will actually, if you're not using meat and some of the other items that are expensive, you can, you can afford. It's less expensive. Actually, even on the islands, it's less expensive. This is great stuff. And, uh, if you're tuning in today, listening for the first time, and this sounds kind of strange, uh, the Brackets have just seen amazing things over the years. I have, too, because uh, we've actually had the privilege of working side-by-side side for a while at one of our big lifestyle centers in uh, the United States. So it's amazing to see what can happen in a short time. We're going to be sharing more with you. We'll also give you that website again for the Brackets. Don't go away if you want to get that contact information one more time. And some great messaging, some things that can really change your perspective, can help you individually, as well as those you love. Our final segment is coming up right after this. Don't go away. I'm Dr. D. Rose. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. If a natural disaster comes knocking, how prepared is your family? You can't just close the door on earthquakes, floods, or hurricanes and hope they go away. That's why it's important to make a plan now. Ready.gov slash plan has the tools and tips you need to prepare your family for an emergency. So if disaster shows up at your doorstep, you'll be ready. Visit ready.gov slash plan and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. What is a number story? My number story started with fear and a lack of support, and it has led me to be there for others. A number story begins in our childhood with ACEs, Adverse Childhood Experiences. My number story begins with the separation from my father and the emotional abandonment from my mother and leads to me being a role model to not only myself, but those around me by becoming the person that wasn't there for me. ACEs are so common, two-thirds of us have one. My number story begins with drug abuse and homelessness and leads to realizing that I can live life by my own standards. A study found the more ACEs, the more likely we may experience a host of serious health effects, physical and mental, but that doesn't need to be the case. Your ACE number is simply an entry point to your own story. Where it leads is up to you. My number story begins with years of emotional abuse and leads to peace, clarity, and security in my self-worth. Take control of where your number story leads at numberstory.org. 
You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to the final segment of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Jim and Neva Brackett have been my guests from the top of the hour. They've been speaking about some of their exciting practical work that they've been doing, as well as, uh, well, an opportunity for you to interface with them. If you've been looking for a way to just slip away, get away, and improve your health, they run the Roosevelt Ridge Retreat in Washington State. They are also the uh, authors of uh, several cookbooks, all kinds of educational materials, all of it is available on their website. Jim, if uh, folks are just joining us and they say, this sounds intriguing, I'd love to get some more material, how do they find you guys on the web? The website, Dr. DeRose, is uh, or take off from the cookbook. So we use the word seven, not the number, but the word, then a hyphen, and then the word secrets, dot O-R-G. So okay, so what I—that's kind of the name of the cookbook, Seven Secrets. But we put the two words with a hyphen between them. So what I've got here is seven S E V E N, then hyphen or, or dash secrets S E C R E T S dot O R G. Right? Yes. Perfect. And I can go there, and I'll actually see pictures of Roosevelt Ridge Retreat. Is that correct? Yes. Now, for someone who doesn't know Washington State, why do you call it Roosevelt Ridge? Uh, the Lake Roosevelt is less than a mile from us. It's a 140-mile-long lake created wow. by Grand, Grand Coulee Dam. And there's a ridge right at the edge of our property. Um, it's actually Huckleberry Ridge, but uh, we, we take the name of the lake along with the ridge. It's a beautiful edifice behind our property. It's just gorgeous, frankly. but. Uh, that's where it comes from. Okay, great. So more information there, more information on Neva's cookbooks, 7-secrets.org. Spell out that word, 7. We were talking about how lifestyle can not only change individuals, but can change communities. Some years ago, I was working in a residential lifestyle center, and a particular tribe learned about what we were doing. They ended up sending many of their tribal leaders to our program, and they took it back to their reservation and uh, started changing some of the options that were being served at powwows, at uh, tribal gatherings. It kind of reminded me of this story that you were talking about in St. Lucia. But um, I know you've shared some details, but my understanding, if I've got this correct, is that St. Lucia is still a part of the British Commonwealth. Is that correct? Yes. And you mentioned an interesting connection with the uh, English uh, royalty, British royalty. Tell us a little bit uh, about that. Yeah, the Queen of England uh, selects the governor general, and that lady or man is, uh, if you will, in charge of the island. There is a prime minister elected by the local people, but technically he is under the oversight of the governor general. And uh, one of the times, it's not the last time we've been there, that they asked us to have an audience with her. She had heard about our classes at the prime minister's residence and got a cookbook. Her chef was there and she got that cookbook and she told her chef, this is what you're going to feed the staff with from now on. 
And I told her, Dr. DeRose, I said, you know, you could, you could have such a beautiful influence on the, your people on this island if you would encourage all of them to do what you're doing right here in the governor general's palace, if you will. These are exciting stories. And for those of you throughout Indian country or whatever background you're from, whatever environment you're in, if you're in a workplace, if you're in a community, doing things where you interface with other people and share recipes, information, just get people eating more of these simple plant foods. Neva, I know one of the challenges that people many times are dealing with, and they're trying to pick up a cookbook to try to help them with, it's the area of weight control. So I know in six days, if someone's got, you know, 100 pounds to lose or 200 pounds to lose, that's not going to happen. But I know you folks uh, often keep in touch with individuals who've gone through your programs. Does the kind of eating style that you're promoting, a kind of lifestyle that you're sharing, does that help people really shed lots of weight if they need to lose lots of weight? It definitely does. That just seems to be the, the real secret to weight loss because you can still eat all you want almost, I would say, as long as it's not calorie dense with uh, high fat and, of course, low in, uh, in even sugar, refined uh, oils and sugar. And you can make your food taste really good and you can just enjoy your food. It takes time. People have to adjust. They have to exercise some self-control when they're around those kind of foods. And uh, that's where the breakdown comes. All people struggle with uh, choices. But uh, we do know we've had uh, many people who have lost just amazing. Uh, when we talk to them later, and because they're only here for a week, and see what has taken place, it's, it's remarkable. That is exciting. Jim, I know you've seen so many things that have come through the uh, Roosevelt Ridge Retreat over the years. What about some other things that would really encourage our listeners? Uh, conditions that some people might say, well, is there any hope for me? I'm on multiple medications or maybe something they're just discouraged about. Yeah, Dr. DeRose, uh, there's a lot of stories we could go into, but it came to my mind here. The cancer issue is uh, a challenging one because we don't really know how to cure cancer, even with the best lifestyle programs. But um, most every cancer that's been studied, you can make it grow slow on this program. There was a very wealthy man that came here kicking and screaming. His wife drug him here. If you walked up to him today and said, do you know anybody by the name of Jim and Neva Brackett? He would say to you, they saved my life. Wow. His cancer has virtually stopped growing. But what's it been, dear? Five years now? Yeah. And we have seen that from time to time. We don't really have, Dr. DeRose, you know this. We In the lifestyle world, we do not know how to cure cancer. Once in a while, it disappears. That does happen, but that's rare. But I myself am a survivor. 20 years ago, I was told by the urologist I had five years to live. Wow, I didn't know that. It, that my current urologist says to me, Jim, I don't have a worry about you in the world. You're not going to die of metastases from prostate cancer. And he knows his whole, his whole thing is based on the fact that, and this is a little unusual, Dr. DeRose, this, this, this fellow, I'm so impressed. He's well-informed. Uh, it's not that he promotes this to his patients because he knows they won't do it. But he said, Jim, you're, you're not going to die of prostate cancer. So pretty interesting. Yeah, it's amazing. There's some very good, uh, data about how prostate cancer literally changes genetically 
from you know this angry cancer to uh, more quiescent, actually turning off some of those cancer genes when you adopt these healthy lifestyles. It's been you know been quite well studied. Yes. It's exciting stuff, and we're glad that you are both living testimonies to this lifestyle, and you're helping other people adopt it. Let me ask you this practical question. So there's listeners. We have listeners from all over the country, outside the country, Alaska, people that it would be a long trip to go to Washington State. So even though the program's reasonably priced, you know, currently you mentioned a six-day program for just under $700. If someone goes to your website... Tell us specifically what they could get there that could help them on their journey. I think probably ordering, you can buy all of my lectures in a set, or you can buy any one of them. And they could give themselves the course that's here. Now, of course, there's nobody to cook for them. But there again, they could get the DVDs with Neva demonstrating recipes, or they could get on her webpage and watch her demonstrate making ice cream and all kinds of things. It can be done. It's a kind of discipline, Dr. DeRose, that most of us struggle with. In fact, the great challenge is people leave here all ready to just do everything and they struggle with it. It's strange because for Neva and me, it's just, that's just so natural. It's the way we've lived for now, dear what, 45 years plus. Wow. But um, it's a challenge and we just do everything we can to encourage people to go home and be faithful to what will make them well. Tremendous. I'm always willing, and we tell people if they have questions that are making recipes out of my book, they're welcome to email me or call, call and uh, I can help people over the phone. Wow. And is that information available on your website, your contact information? Yeah, you're not supposed to do this, but our email and our personal phone number is on the website. So, Okay. Well, we won't make it too easy for folks um, on the radio show, but we'll give them that website one more time. We are... Pretty much out of time. Can you give us uh, one more time the website where people can get contact information as well as your resources? Yeah. In your browser, type in seven, the word, and then a hyphen, and then the word secrets. That's plural, secrets.org. And it'll come right up with a picture of me, a video of me talking, and a video of Neva talking. And there's a, a menu across the top. You can get the cookbook. You can get DVDs. You can sign up. to. You can get a, an application form. And, you know, it's typical menu bar. Wonderful. Seven, spell it out, S-E-V-E-N hyphen secrets, S-E-C-R-E-T-S dot O-R-G. Make sure there's a hyphen between seven and secrets dot org, and you will get to Jim and Neva. Jim and Neva, thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you. Yes. Well, that's all for today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living. As always, I'm Dr. David DeRose wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.